Welcome to the Grass-Fed Podcast with husband and wife team Nabil Boomrar and Caitlin Weeks. Caitlin is a certified nutrition consultant and the creator of grassfedgirl.com. Nabil is a classically trained chef who works in a five-star hotel in downtown San Francisco. They are the best-selling authors of Mediterranean Paleo Cooking. Together, Nabil and Caitlin answer your questions about healthy cooking and wellness while helping you learn to enjoy a relaxed paleo primal lifestyle. Here are your hosts, Caitlin and Nabil. Hi, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Grass Fed Podcast today. We're so happy you're with us because we have a lot of great stuff to talk about today. We're going to talk about the all the ways that you can make mistakes when you're starting the paleo diet. So a lot of people uh, get started with a bang, but then they fizzle out. So we want to go through some of the ways that you can get your mind right and follow through for the long term. So Grassfed Chef is here with me. What have you been up to, Grassfed Chef? Hi, everyone. I've been working so hard. My Two apartments downstairs are done, and now I'm playing the landlord for quite some time. Uh, I'm preparing another trip back home in the beginning of uh, July. My little sister, she's getting married, so yay! We're going down there, and we're going to spend some time with the family and a wedding and stuff. Yeah, that's it, and I'm ready to explain you know, all the mistakes I've been through and one I did and most of my paleo friends, you know, did and how we came up to stick with the diet. Great. Well, I've been doing lots of fun stuff. Thanks for asking. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, my little brother's visiting us today, so we've been getting ready for uh, his visit. I went to Costco and bought lots of new (laughs) good healthy food and uh, been getting everything ready so we're excited for that. And as usual we have a lot of fun stuff going on around our house because we're always cooking, making something yummy and taking pictures and we're working on our new keto book so that'll be out probably in three or four months, hopefully. So we'll keep you posted on that. All right. So starting with some paleo diet mistakes. When I got started on the paleo diet, I had a more of a mindset about getting healthy. And so I wasn't so much thinking about losing weight. I mean, I always think about that a little bit, but I was more focusing on my health because I was dealing with extreme fatigue and my digestion had gone really wonky. So I was really excited to try something new because I was desperately feeling just really unlike myself and very, very tired. Um, so I was dealing with Hashimoto's at that point, thyroid, low thyroid. So I was just really ready to just do anything I could to feel better. So that's kind of the mindset I came in with. And I know a lot of people may not, you know, they may just read about it on the internet and say, well, I'm going to try it. But I had a really big motivator for trying it. 
So that's why I think mindset is so important because I was really looking at it from a lifestyle perspective of just healing and not as a quick weight loss plan because I knew that some of the things that I had done, like yo-yo dieting in the past, had put me in this place of doing um, lots of bad things to my body. So I was ready to just look at it from a new perspective of just trying to get nutrient-dense food. And I was in nutrition school at the time, so I had been learning a lot about nutrition and stuff over the, the past uh, year when I discovered the paleo diet. So I was just really excited to start eating fat and eating meat again and just was hog wild as as you if you could say that so they think the biggest mistake i see in people is the mindset when they're just looking at it from an aesthetics for their health i mean for their body composition or for their uh vanity which i think is fine but it may not be the mindset that helps you stick with it so you have to do it for your long-term health and um, you know, a, a short-term goal like a wedding or, you know, getting into some jeans or something might be great. But then for the long term, I think you have to just do it for, for wanting to look good and feel good and maybe be around for your kids or um, for, you know, your if you're a younger person and you're looking, you know, to have kids someday, things like that, I think will keep you motivated over the long term. So uh, the next thing I think is the fear, the fear of fat. So a lot of people, they come into paleo. It's, you know, it's not like the Ducan diet. It's, it is fat laden. So don't be afraid to eat fat. Many forms of fat can actually speed up your metabolism, such as conjugated linoleic acid and help your body to burn more fat in a resting state. So don't be afraid of fat the way you have been in the past or, you know, we've been conditioned on a, on a, um, in our culture to be afraid of fat and saturated fat. So make sure you eat your egg yolks and eat your, uh, fat on the edges of your meat and stuff like that. So don't be afraid of that. I mean, especially if you having organic or grass fed meat, you need to eat the whole thing <laughs> nose to tail and not, because that's where all the really complex nutrients are, not in just the lean meat. So if you're eating a lot of chicken breast and things like that, you're going to be missing the boat from a nutrient density standpoint, and you probably won't get the results that you're looking for. And what about nuts, grass-fed chef? Is nuts a problem? Can that be a problem for some people? Yeah, I mean, nuts is not a big deal. You can eat, I mean, a lot of people, like, they stop. And one, one handful of nuts, it's not going to hurt you. There's a lot of fat in it, a lot of oil. But don't overeat it. But I don't think this one is, I mean, it's, it's a little mistake, like a white lie. But I think there's other things people need to worry about is uh, some people are, worried what others think i mean yeah i understand that you go out and you go with a bunch of friends three or four of them you sit on the table and 
they're ordering whatever, like something, it sounds cool, like a sandwich or a wrap or something. And for you, you're going to ask for lettuce. Just don't feel bad about it. I mean, people will say, oh, what is it? What is it? What is wrong? It's not a big deal. It's just one sandwich. Yeah, I mean, one sandwich today, one sandwich tomorrow, it's a lot of sandwiches. <laughs> and you put the sugar in your body, I mean, and it crave you for more sugar. So the thing is, it does not matter what other people think. They should be supportive. If they're not supportive, it's, it's their problem. But when it comes to you, don't expect them to understand it right away. Because a lot of friends I had, especially in the kitchen, they're always like, what? You don't eat this? Oh, you don't eat that? How? It's okay sometimes. Yeah, sometimes it is. You don't have to follow uh, a paleo diet 100%. If it's not, if, if not grass-fed meat, oh, I'm not going to eat it. No, you, you should not starve yourself. If you're hungry, you're a nice restaurant, and they have, you know, bone-in ribeye steak, don't say, oh, it's not grass-fed, I'm not eating it, and you eat something, and it might not fill you up. So just eat. Don't force yourself. Don't restrict yourself to 100% paleo that one day or another you will blow up and say, okay, that's it. I'm not going to do paleo anymore. You have to go slow and steady. If it's the tomato on a cup salad, not organic, it's okay. I mean, because if if they have the organic one, yeah, great. Ask them and they will put it on your plate. But if they don't have it, it's not a big deal. But when you go home and you go to the store and buy for yourself, always buy the organic one or, or buy the, the grass-fed. But don't think about paleo as strict something like a, a medicine for you to lose weight or something. It's a lifestyle and you have to adapt it. And life sometimes is hard, sometimes it's easy. So when it's easy, it's beautiful. You eat grass fat, a lot of fat, a lot of stuff. Other days, if it's not grass fat, okay, no problem. Just put more butter on it and it will be just fine. Great advice. Um, and just wrapping up with the nuts thing, just what I saw a lot when I was working with clients is they would eat nuts instead of a meal and then they would still be hungry. And um, also they didn't know they would just eat the whole jar or something like that. And it was thousands of calories, but then they would still be hungry. So that's a big um, place you can run into with nuts. And then the other thing is when you start, if you start substituting all your crust or sandwiches for nut bread and things, it can really get out of control um, from a calorie standpoint. So, you know, those kinds of things should be kind of special occasions. And then if you're having nuts, just like grass-fed chef ha said, have a handful rather than keeping a whole jar there. Um, so like a quarter cup, something like that. So the next thing we want to talk about is dairy. So whenever you're starting the paleo diet, make sure that you're doing a full elimination diet. Now, when I was in nutrition school, the main thing we learned about was the elimination diet. And that's really what paleo is, is an elimination diet. It takes out all the common allergens from your uh, meal plan and then 
you add them back slowly to see your reaction. And a lot of people um, find that this is a way they get rid of a lot of their inflammation in their joints and puffiness and bloating and all that kind of stuff. So if you're not doing that thoroughly at the beginning, then you'll never know which foods are really affecting you. So you really need to do a full dairy elimination at first. And then later you may decide that you can get away with some or do primal or eat some grass-fed butter or cheese on occasion and um, doing some raw milk and things like that. But you really need to know what you feel like off of it or what you feel like on it. So, um, because dairy has an actual effect on our brain where it causes your brain to be very activated and it can, some people compare it to almost like a, like a cocaine reaction of what dairy can do to your brain. And that's why we're so crazy about cheese and we always want it and everything. So it can be really hard to get off of dairy for, for a while. And um, the next thing we're going to talk about is... Oh, I can talk about so many things. One, one, one thing really uh, made me, you know, stick to it to 100% is cleaning the entire kitchen. I mean, the first time when we did it and I put the ice cream and I put all the other stuff... I said, okay, we're going to put it in the freezer. If we have a gas or we have somebody, or maybe once a month I might go and eat a little bit. Then you wake up in the middle of the night and you go and get, oh, I got just a cup. Then you go and eat the cup. Then the next day, oh, I'm just going to, I have a 60% dark chocolate. It's okay, I'll eat it. You go and eat it. So you lose track with what you should eat, what not, but you have, because you have everything in hand. But if you take every not paleo thing out from the kitchen, it's so helpful that if you go, you finish work, you go home, if it rains or it's cold or you, it's traffic, you don't want to go out and buy them. So you, you put yourself in a situation that you become creative. So you'll, you'll look at things and how you do it and how can I use this instead of bread and can I use this instead of, you know, couscous or something. So you have the fridge, you know, not, not available for you. And at the same time, when you go and buy things, buy things in bulk when it comes to uh, peel your friendly items. And, and you put them... And you put them in, uh, you put them in the fridge, so you have them all the time. So basically, it's easier. It will be easier for you to go and grab uh, a paleo meal from the fridge instead of non-paleo from a freezer. Yeah, great ideas. So we always have our fridge full of things from Costco, like frozen chicken and um, fruit, frozen berries, and. Uh, you know, we do buy some nuts and nut flowers. And um, really, just when you first start, a real commitment is to throw out all those things and just take them to your uh, grocery store. Usually they have a bin for 
you know, less fortunate people, just put it in there or give it to your neighbor or something like that. I mean, I don't like to waste food either, but you know, you can find somebody who will appreciate it and then you don't have to waste it. So another thing is portion distortion. So make sure that you, I think we have a problem with portions, whether you're talking about paleo or not paleo. Um, When I started paleo, a lot of people that I was reading and studying had told me that you can just eat whatever you want. And, you know, if you've read old low carb books like Atkins and stuff, he seems to say that too. And so I got kind of crazy with my portions at first. I think also because I had been on a low fat diet for so long that I was so nutrient depleted that I just kind of ate so much. And I was also feeling a little bit guilty about eating meat. So I would just like eat a whole jar of almond butter or something like that. So I, I remember which I could, which didn't really fill me up, but I was like nervous about eating so much meat, but now I'm really not nervous about that anymore. And, you know, add a lot of, um, meat to my meals, but Uh, You know, you don't need to, you know, I think that's where paleo gets a bad rap is because they think we eat a whole like side of a, of a cow every meal, but you know, you just need, I'd say anywhere for a woman, like four to six ounces of meat and a man, maybe eight ounces of meat and uh, then per meal, and then you will be fine. Or, you know, eggs for breakfast, like three eggs or two to three eggs or four, maybe for a big guy. But um, then you, you know, just you don't need to eat like huge, huge portions because, you know, you need to slow down to eat mindfully, those kinds of things to get, get, it's a whole new way of eating and you're trying to switch your body over to be more fat adapted to burning fat for fuel rather than just waiting for that shot of sugar every few hours. So you are, you may feel a little weird at the first uh, few days, weeks, but then once your body starts burning fat, you can just go for many hours without eating and then you don't need to eat a, a huge ton. And you really need to make sure you have a lot of vegetables and put plenty of healthy fat with your meals like avocado, avocados, avocado oil, coconut oil, grass-fed butter, ghee, things like that. Um, so just... Eat a little slower and you your portions don't need to be so gigantic as they would be, you know, at a restaurant or something like that. Uh, another thing is always the the paleo desserts. So the the thing about paleo desserts is that a lot of them are made from na- all natural ingredients. They're not uh, very processed. So, you know, it's kind of a gray area of calling it paleo and there's sugars like coconut sugar, honey, things like that, that, that you can, I guess, are allowed. But the problem is that people can really get out of control with that. And most of those things are made with layers of nuts, uh, maybe cocoa, uh, coconut. I mean, you know, a paleo brownie can be like six or 700 calories. I mean, it's just, it can just really get out of control. And you're, you know, while I don't believe in counting calories, there is just, some common sense. And even though I hate the word moderation, it's just, if you make that kind of treats and sweets all the time, you're going to lose, you're going to not really get the full benefit of paleo. And, 
it is so easy to make something like that and just eat the whole tray of it before you even know it. So um, I, I make things like that either for my blog or for family occasions, special occasions, uh, where I know there's going to be a lot of people around to eat it rather than just me stuck alone in the house with the big tray of brownies or something like that. So just, you know, listen to your inner guidance about that because you know yourself and you know, maybe if you make something like that, have it ready to give away or something because you got to know that you, whether or not you can handle something like that being around and, you know, and, and I don't want to see people eating that kind of stuff a lot and then being like, well, I can't do paleo. It didn't work for me. Well, if you're eating lots of paleo treats, then you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot with it. So <clears throat> the other thing is, I mean, I sort of touched on this already about the lean meats. So make sure you eat a lot of meat with fat on it. If you're eating grass-fed meat and, uh, and pastured animals, they don't have as much fat. They have less calories just naturally because they eat, they're eating their, their normal diet that they're supposed to eat. So they don't get as much marbling and all that kind of stuff. Um, so if you're eating, uh, if you're just afraid of only eating chicken breast, you really are missing out because there's, a, especially on the meat on the bone has a lot of special health benefits. So that will help your gut lining. And, you know, if you're making broth, of course, that's another wonderful thing. It tastes better. It tastes a lot better. And, you know, chewing those bones, I think is a primal instinct and I sure love to do it. So, you know, cook up, cook a whole animal with the bones and you're going to get a lot more vitamins and minerals from that. And, it's going to be easier to digest and, and just on and on and on. So uh, one more thing that I was going to talk about in a minute. What do you have to add, Grassfed Chef? I think when so a lot of people, like, when they hear the word diet, they expect, like, a weight loss. Pilio is not made for weight loss. You, you, you might lose weight, yeah, because you're eating everything what Mother Nature is giving us. But at the same time, you might not lose weight. You might gain muscle. You might lose fat. You might be, uh, you know, I mean, a more an outgoing person, like you don't get tired as fast as you used to be. And it helps you in different ways, but it might not help you on the scale. You might lose maybe a couple of pounds, maybe all the way until 10 or 15, depends how your body reacts to pill you and stuff. But at the same time, I mean, that's one mistake people think, like, oh, I do pill you diet and I'm going to lose weight. Mm-hmm. Not really. Are you going to look like a CrossFitter? I mean, you need you need you, you need you need to work out. Of course, you need to see what paleo is doing to you. I mean, literally for me, I lost a couple of pounds. Yes, but most most of the thing what I noticed and it helped me a lot. I had a lot of energy. So the energy itself, in my personal opinion, in my professional job, I would rather have a lot of energy than losing a pound or two on a scale. Because the scale, it's not going to help me standing up 16 hours, you know, cooking and being sure that everything is done and whatever. But don't expect paleo to be a diet. It's not a diet. 
It might they call it diet, okay, whatever they want to do, but it's basically a lifestyle that it's based on our ancestors. And um, like I said earlier, I mean, don't let people tell you, oh, you're doing this diet, you didn't lose any weight or something. It does not matter what they think. It's all about you and what you believe in. And just, just do it. Don't give up. One more thing. Do not give up within like a week or two and say, oh, it's not working for me. Yeah, I mean, you go and start a new job. You walk in the new kitchen with 20 different cooks and chefs and sous chefs and dishwashers and all, all of the above and expect them to be your best friend within two hours. I mean, you got to spend a lot of time. And in the beginning, you will be the extra person and the person who doesn't know how things run. And you have to give it some time. Some people are beyond friendly and they got in the kitchen. Within a week, they, they, you know, they blend to perfection. But others, it take them about a month, two months to, you know, get adapt to everybody else. I mean, it's, it's a human nature. It's how... We react. It's not one person is slower than the other or one is smarter than the other. It's just the way we process things. And Pilio, it's not something you're going to process within an hour. And you read about it, understand it, and see, I mean, like, have to know that Pilio, it's not weight loss program. It's a lifestyle that makes your body react and act to perfection. Great ideas. So that's kind of what I was going to talk about, too. You've got to do your own research, really know why you're doing it. Don't just take some advice from a friend and that's it. Just get your get some of your own books and, you know, do your own Googling and all that. Uh, and get you got to have some willingness to adapt. So, I mean, if it's not working the first couple of weeks, you may need to do lower carb or higher carb or because I've seen I've seen athletes who don't eat enough carbs I've seen people who are insulin resistant who don't uh, who eat way too many carbs on paleo so you know it's kind of a primal template if you say um, like Chris Kresser says you just want to find the right mix for you you know add some fermented foods make sure doing your bone broth eating the whole animal uh, eating nutrient dense superfoods like liver, oysters, sardines, you know, these are all things that are important. And you got to also be willing to maybe work with a practitioner if things aren't working for you to um, test your parasites, test your gut health, uh, if, and test your thyroid, test your adrenals. Those are all things that are going to be playing into your success. So we wish you the best of luck. There's lots of good meal plans and recipes in Mediterranean paleo cooking. And we'd love for you to write us a review on Amazon. Also review our podcast on iTunes. We really appreciate it. That really helps get the word out about our grass-fed podcast. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.